Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Icy Hot starts working instantly to dull the pain with the icy cool sensation. Then the warming sensation relaxes it away. Feel the power of Icy Hot's contrast therapy. Ice works fast, heat makes it last. Icy Hot. All right, welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That's professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. We're going so fast today because we have an ambitious goal, teaching you scrum in under seven minutes. Todd, mm -hmm. can we do it? I don't know, but I'm thinking we should go. Let's go. Let's Here we go. Start. Here we go. Scrum. Let's start with the definition. A lightweight framework that helps, people's that helps people, teams, and organizations generate value through adaptive solutions for complex problems. A lot of words there. We're trying to solve difficult, complex problems using the framework, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And starting with that, we have three accountabilities in Scrum. The first one we're going to talk about is a product owner. I think this statement really describes a product owner. Accountable for maximizing the value of the product resulting from the work of the Scrum team. I want to highlight value there. The product owner is thinking about value all the time. They manage the product backlog. They order the product backlog, talk to stakeholders, interfacing with customers and the rest of the Scrum team. This is your agile product manager. Yeah, we then move over, move to the developers, right? They are committed to creating any aspect of a usable increment each and every sprint. These are the doers. These are the builders. These are the developers, the QA people, the business analysts, the subject matter experts, everyone needed the, to create a valuable usable increment by the end of a sprint. We hold them accountable for delivery and they're accountable for quality. Dig it. Now we've got the Scrum Master. <clears throat> you know, as this statement says, they're accountable for establishing Scrum as defined by the Scrum Guide, which means they uphold Scrum. Uh, they remove impediments that the Scrum team can't remove on their own. They take a lot of different stances, including <clears throat> that of a mentor, a trainer, a coach, a teacher, a facilitator, a change agent. They serve the product owner, the developers, the Scrum team. <clears throat> and I feel like I'm missing something, but we probably don't have time. So that's the Scrum Master. Now, if we take all of these accountabilities together, we add them up, they come together to form a scrum team. Avengers assemble into a scrum team, and this team 
delivers, right? It's a cohesive unit of professionals focused on one objective at a time, the product goals. When we say scrum team, we mean all three accountabilities together. Moving into the events, we've got five of them starting with the sprint, which is the heartbeat of Scrum. It's a fixed length event of one month or less, and this creates consistency, right? Every other event happens within the walls of a sprint, including sprint planning, the daily Scrum, sprint review, and sprint retrospective. This is the container event, and immediately after this sprint concludes, the next one starts. Speaking of start... Sprint planning is the beginning of a sprint. This is a scrum event where the scrum team selects the work to be performed for the sprint. The sprint planning answers what we're going to do, why we're going to do it, and how we're going to go about doing it. The developers, the scrum master, and the product owner come together. They build this plan for the sprint, uh, which ends, which which uh, the outcome is a sprint backlog and a sprint goal. Yeah. Speaking of the sprint goal, as we're working through the sprint, the developers get together and they inspect the progress towards the sprint goal and adapt the sprint backlog as necessary. And this happens in a in an event that happens in 15 minutes or less. Developers are required to attend, and that's it. This is an event by the developers for the meter for the developers. This is a planning meeting. We're inspecting progress towards the sprint goal and we're adapting the plan for the next 24 hours. 15 minutes. 15 it's minutes. the daily scrum, not a stand-up. Daily scrum, not a stand-up. Then we have the sprint review. This is the scrum event where the scrum team inspects the outcome of the sprint and determines future adaptations, right? This is where the scrum team gets together with stakeholders, with users, with customers, with all of those great people. We gather and we figure out what's going on in the market, what's going on with the budget. It's a collaborative working session to figure out what's the next best thing to do. The outcome is an updated product backlog with all of the great learnings from this collaborative working session. It is not just a demo. Yeah, we are looking at product in that sprint review. And then we have the sprint retrospective where we look at process, right? <clears throat> and this is this is continuous improvement in Scrum, right? This is the Scrum event where we're looking at different ways that we can improve, right? The whole Scrum team attends. We might look at tools, the definition of done, quality, people, and relationships, and what we're leaving with is one to two actionable items for us to improve in the next sprint, right? One to two actionable items. This is continuous improvement in Scrum. Awesome. Todd, let's move into the artifacts. The first one we're going to talk about is the product backlog. It's an emergent ordered list of what is needed to improve the product. This is the future vision of the product. This is where all the desirements, the requirements, the bugs, the features, the fixes, the defects, the, oh, the spikes. All of those great things, that's where it all lives in the form of a product backlog item, a PBI. It is the only source of truth of work for the Scrum team. You can't work on anything that doesn't come from the product backlog. The product backlog is owned and managed by the product owner. Yeah, accompanying that is a commitment called the product goal, which is a long-term objective for the Scrum team, right? There can be many product goals in the product backlog, but only one can be active at a time. Only one can be active at a time. I think that's about all safe for product goal, right? I like it. Sprint backlog. So this is a plan by and for the developers. During sprint planning, the developers uh, get together with the product owner and the Scrum master, and the developers pull work into a sprint. So the product backlog items come off the product backlog. They come into the Sprint backlog, and that is the work that the developers are deciding that they are going to do during the sprint in collaboration with the product owner, right? But this becomes the, the current work that is planned for the sprint. 
And it's backed by the sprint goal, which is a single objective for the sprint that should describe a path to your customer. No ands, no ors, no commas, no run on sentence. It is a goal, singular. It's connection to customer, and it is where the commitment occurs, never to scope, only to the sprint goal. Yep. Todd, we've got the increment, a concrete stepping stone towards a product goal, right? So this is what we've built. This is, There could be many increments in a sprint. There could be one increment in the sprint. The point is increments are built in an iterative and incremental fashion. They're integrated. They build up together. It is the sum of all of the product work at this moment, and it is what we inspect during sprint review. Yep. In a moment, a product backlog item meets the definition of done. An increment is born. The definition of done, uh, it's completedness, right? It's a formal description of the state of the increment, uh, and it measures the quality of the product that we're producing. So that is Scrum in seven minutes and seven seconds, Ryan. I love it. We almost did it. Now, Todd, if we were to stop there, I think it's close enough. If we were to stop there, it would be an incomplete picture. It would be an incomplete so, picture because we have something really important because what we described there can very easily translate into what our friends, the liberators call zombie scrum, what you and I call bad scrum, what's been called mechanical scrum. And this picture, I think, really represents what we turn scrum and we, we move away from those kinds of things into really like a true version of scrum. Right. Yeah, the Principles scrum values that. are essential. These are behavioral mm -hmm. things, commitment, courage, focus, respect and openness. Uh, commitment is bringing our best selves forward, committing to our, our team's goals. Courage is taking on the tough stuff. Focus is actually starting and finishing something. Respect is treating each other as capable individuals. Openness, let's be open to the idea that we could be wrong, right? Let's yeah. be open to new ideas. And if we can bring those behaviors together, it builds trust. If we have trust, empiricism can flourish. And if empiricism can flourish, you've got a shot at professional scrum. And what Ryan means by empiricism in here, there's three pillars to empiricism, transparency, inspection, and adaptation. We encourage you to check out our five videos on the Scrum values. And we also have a, a, a video on empiricism and empirical process control. And so if you want to learn more about professional Scrum, there's over 200 videos in this playlist that'll help you get closer to it. Todd, what do you think? End screen time? End screen. Here we go. If you like these videos, be sure to like and subscribe. You never know when we're going to hit you with a scrum lesson like this. Like and subscribe so you don't miss these videos. Check out the socials. We're going to start posting a lot more stuff like this in our socials. Twitter and LinkedIn is where to find us. We're still figuring out Instagram and Facebook. Who knows? Some videos are going to pop up below. Some of these videos might help with the behaviors, with the with the framework, with these with huge questions about how to do professional scrum. Those videos will help. Check them all out. Leave us a comment. Was this helpful? Do you like learning about Scrum in seven minutes and seven seconds? If it helped you, let us know. If not, let us know how we can dig in even deeper. We love putting together these lessons for you. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great Scrum things. Refresh your knowledge of the framework. Read the Scrum Guide and do some awesome stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you. Todd, myself, and Will Seeley have put together an evidence-based leadership course. Now, this one's really exciting for us. As you all know, Todd and I and Will, we're all huge on evidence-based management. We think it is the next big innovation in the Agile space. But what we've noticed is the application at multiple levels has been troubling, at least for certain organizations. And what we want to do is make it simpler. And so evidence-based leadership is the course to come to if you want to get immersed into data-driven decision-making, the ability to actually 
validate that value is being delivered, to look at your ability to innovate and to deliver to the marketplace, and to actually identify and act on opportunities in the market that you may not know about. And say closing that satisfaction gap with your customers, finding new channels, and using data to drive those decisions rather than guesses, hunches, and conjecture. And so we want you to join this course. We've got multiple offerings coming up this year. The link is simple. It's agileforhumans.com slash EBL course. Jump in there. Use the code agile4humans, the number four, and you can take uh, 15% off the price of the class. So not only is it a new offering that we've discounted already, go ahead and take another 15% off because you're a valued listener. We can't wait to see you there.